Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Welcome to Kill Me Now. I'm so excited. I really, I mean, I and I've been dying to get this guy on the podcast for a while, but um, he's here, finally. That's right, I'm here. He's here, that voice, it that feels deep. feels good. Feels, feels good. really good, really good. Turn the lights down low. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the one, the only, Keith Robinson! Woo! Oh, man, I'm excited. Keith, I can't thank you enough. I can't, I, first of all, I've known you since yeah. I, the, I mean, I, you started in 85. 84. Four. I did my first set in, I think, 82 at Rutgers, and then I would come wow. into the city. But you are one of the people... You know, who was there at the beginning, like during yeah. the boom, the boom and, do, and have had such an influence on so many comics. Yeah, I think I have. Actually. Yeah, you have. That's actually, that's really true. Yeah. Wow. And um, I mean, that's, 
I think people don't realize that there are people who are household names uh, who attribute their knowledge of comedy and how and their path into you know being who they are on stage to you. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Wanda Hart, Sykes. Yeah. Yeah, you've been uh, uh, nice household names. Yeah, I'm but, not a household name. Wait a minute. Yeah, you are <laughs> in my household. Um, Keith. Uh, yes. First, so you grew up, and you talk about it a lot. You grew up in South Philly. South Philly, that's, like yeah. in Shitland, right? Not in Shitland. Like, I don't like to say that, but in Shitland, right? <laughs> and I saw an interview where you said you you get out of school and then you run over some hill to another school and just start beating up the other kids. Well, we have a fight every yeah. uh, like every day. You had a fight. We call it section fights. Right. Like, uh, say, well, I was in 7-4 versus 7-5. And the higher the number, the more, <laughs> you know, the guys could fight. Right. The lower numbers were the smarter numbers. Right, right. Like, 7-1 was smart, but they still had to fight 7-2. But who decided who was 7-1, 7-2, 7-3? That's, you know, the, the, the teachers. No they way. always rank you. Like 7-4 seven, seven, was actually, you know, so my class was 7-4. Right. So when I came back from Merlin, uh, I, you know, I just got back from Merlin, and I did just put me in 7-4. Right. And so I went from 7-4 in seventh grade. Right. Like that was a real bad class. 7-4 is rough. Really? Yeah, we did a lot of stuff. Did Were you a good student? Absolutely not. Really? No. But did you know you were smart? Yeah, I knew I was smart, but I knew I'd rather be funny. Oh, than absolutely. Smart. Funny was better. So you grew up, any siblings? Yeah, two brothers. And what What was your house? Were your parents together? When uh, you yeah, my, well, my father uh, passed was, in 73. And he was stabbed to death. Yes. He that, had a I mean, good knife in. And you were 10? Yes. I just, I can't even fucking imagine. Like, I can't, I read about you and I'm like, this guy has been through so much shit, which is probably why you take no shit and could give two shits what anyone thinks. Yeah, but absolutely. It's, of course, you go through stuff, but you learn a lot. Right. You know, being in comedy and around different folks has, you know, you open up your mind a little bit more. Right. Than it, you know, ever has been. So, are your siblings younger than you or older? older? I'm the youngest. So, so you're ten. Yeah, I'm ten. My brothers are about eleven, and we're a year apart. And my other brother is like seven years older. Okay. And how do you? Are your parents still married at this point? Uh, no, they were divorced. As soon as he died, <laughs> the no, last, shut up. With the last stab, they now. Were, so, like, <laughs> what, did you come home? How did you find out? My grandmother. Oh, God. Was my it your father's mother? Over. No. Your uh, mother's mother? My mother's mother. Yeah. And she didn't like him, so she just came on Freddie's dad and just, you know. No way. Yeah. And we're like, huh? And, uh, you know. But was this like, was it like, oh, or like, oh, this could be a possibility? Or was no, it, it like was, a it shock? Was, it was a shock for right. you. know, like, oh, my, my dad is dead. Right. He was he was rotten to the core, but you still love your dad. Right, no of course. What. 
And, uh, you know, Freddie's, and that was a song that came around around that time, too, called Freddie's Dad. Right. Because my father's name, Fred. Right. And, uh, you know, the song by Curtis Mayfield, Freddie's Dad. Oh, yeah, Dad. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, uh, right. That's what I said. And, and, and yeah. we hear that all the time, like, right. damn like, it. Enough of the reminder that right. Freddie's dead, you know. So. And yeah. do you know why he got stabbed? <laughs> I don't know. He ate somebody's Snickers bar. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. You know. have no idea. Yeah, it was, it was a gambling debt right. or whatever. Something happened. My dad was a con man. Right. So one of many reasons could have happened. Right. But you know, uh, you know, any. I don't know. I really couldn't tell wow. you what. Do you have reason. memories of him? Yes. Wow. My dad, you know, while well, he taught us, you know, how to con a little bit. Right. How to, you know, mark cards and all that. It's perfect for showbiz. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like you can smell bullshit from, you know, 10 miles away. Yeah. Well, because, you you know, you see so much in life. At such a young age. At such a young age. And then, you you know, you grow and you you learn to sit back and just watch more so than just react. You watch first and then you... See what's going on. So did your mother work? Um, she was a beautician. Wow. You know, uh, so she was a hairdresser. Right. And, you know, she didn't take no stuff. So Good. You, you have a mom that don't take no stuff. I, I feel like a lot of the mothers in the 70s or any mother, that's why women are amazing to me, because whatever they, they have to adjust to, they right. do. Right. Like they adjust to whatever it is. Right. Like I seen some... Alva, the comedy seller, she was show me all these right. pictures and show me the pictures of the, the women in Israel. Right. But she showed me them in a in a grass right. holding guns. Right. Like we got to do, what we got to do. Yeah, now. you got to go to the army for two years. <laughs> yeah, and they, you know, I had to protect. Oh, Israel! Uh, I have to do the Jew bell. Yeah, did you? Uh, <laughs> but you know what? Those women in the uniforms when you're in Israel are so fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's there. Israeli women are so hot. I can't even tell you. Um, okay, so you you go to high school. Did any better in high school? Like, were you popular? Were you involved in I anything? I was always, you know, I was always popular through elementary, junior high, because I was bad. Right. Like, junior high school, uh, the, 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 um, school was called right. Orton Reed. Right. But they called that the nickname of the school was Prison on the Hill. Wow. So we, it was just a bad school. Right. But it was a fun school. Right. We, we, you really don't know how bad your situation is because you're in it. Right, right. And you're like, oh, you think that's normal. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Right. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's wrong. Right. A school called Prison on the Hill, maybe they're trying to make you, you laugh a little bit. Right, right. And so. Were, uh, were it you was good. shitty to the teachers? Oh, absolutely. Really? But they loved me, though, because I, I was making people laugh. Right, right. And, you know, the principal would come, look, okay, today we don't want to hear your mouth. Right. We got a special guest coming to speak. Right. Because I just start coughing. You know, right. anybody's a comic. Oh, please. I got in so much fucking trouble. <laughs> Awful. And now, you know, the bad part, I know you have a son, but, like, when my kids would get in trouble for you know, acting out, like making people, like it. they'd come home and say, I got in trouble for, you know, every time the teacher, you know, talked, I, I started going, or whatever. And I, was like, <laughs> and I would fucking laugh. 
Like, I'm like, that's, I couldn't, I, I was like kind of proud of them. You know what I mean? And sometimes the kids got in trouble and the teachers were like, you know, he's a great kid that, you know, he's, he's really smart, whatever. Uh, but he's got to stop this. And it's hard because he makes me laugh too. So it's like, even the teachers were like, I know funny gets you everything. Uh, funny is just, well, that's why, you know, in school, I just wanted to be funny. In right. elementary school, a good laugh was worth uh, everything. Everything. I'm like, I, I got to get this laugh. Right. I know it's going to be a lot of right. trouble. Maybe a But it's worth it. It's so worth yeah, it. Yeah, but it, the, the end result is a right. sweet laugh. Uh, you're not kidding. The, the students gave me, when I got suspended from school and came back, they gave me a stand ovation. No way. Walking back and around, he's back. Oh. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm back. That's I'm awesome. I'm back, baby. <laughs> that, I know, I was the same fucking way. All right, so you graduate high school. Yes. And what happens? I graduate high school then uh, I'm like, oh, what am I going to do now? You know, with all my laughter, you know, SATs a little low. Right. So I went to the Navy. You went into the Navy? Yeah, for about a... Uh, oh, my God. I have to see a, a picture of, of you in the of, Navy. No, you're not going to see it. Oh, come on. There. No, I'm saying because I was there for like... I decided to, I swore in and everything. Right. And I said, oh, I don't want to do this Navy shit. Because they tricked me into believing that I can... Do anything. I was going right. to the uh, San Diego, Florida, right, 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 basic right. training. I can play as much basketball, swim right. as much as I wanted. I just—they made it look right. real good. And then as soon as you swore in, it changed. Like, right. are you little dumbass? Get over there. Yeah, you're well, going. To- what about my job? Yeah, you'll do. You'll swab the deck. That's right. your job. I'm like, wait, but you said I get something. In I computers. hate when that. Yeah. And they switched it up on me, and I end up getting out of the navy. Did you? Ever think of going to college? I went to college, like community college, right. for a couple of weeks. But, I, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't, you know, all that. I'm like, ah. Yeah. I wanted to be in, in entertainment. You did. Like, you yeah. always knew. Yeah, I wanted to be in entertainment. So I was like, ah. And, uh, I, you know, I just kept trying to find out how to get entertainment. Right. Like, how do you do this? What what happens that right. you? And then I start seeing, uh, like I I went to the help one of ads. right? And then I seen they probably the listener half the listeners probably don't know what a fucking help wanted yeah. is. <laughs> like in the newspaper, that's how you got a job. Yeah, You'd look up in the classified look ads, classifieds, yeah. and I seen the Comedy Factory outlet. Oh, I went there, the Comedy Factory outlet. That's right. Yeah, That's third. one of the per- first places I performed. What was the guy's name? Clay Tolan. Heary. Yes, Clay Heary. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. So I went there, and uh, that was it. By yourself? Like, yeah, by myself. I was 20 years old. Right. And oh I, as soon as I hit that stage, it, I don't, I've never been addicted to anything. Like, oh, please. No addiction problems. But once I hit that stage... That was it. I try, I say that to, people are like, what is it like? And I'm like, it's like doing cocaine for the first time and you get really, they're like, oh my God, I, chasing that high. That's, that's exactly is, what it was. Because there's nothing, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing that compares like- to it. Like there's nothing. It's like. Oh my God! I I control this place. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, and they the love me. Greatest thing. I mean, I I'm like, wow. 
I did, don't know what it's like to be addicted to whatever. Right. But a comedy. How did, did you? It. How did you stay out of drugs and stuff in that situation? How did I stay out of drugs? Uh, because of what it did to, to my dad and all that. Right. Because he was on heroin a little right. bit and all that. So I never wanted to be drinking That's and all amazing. this. So. Because yeah. some kids will go following the nah. footsteps, and some kids will be like, uh-uh. Nah, and I didn't drink for a long time. Even. Really? I didn't even drink. No drinks or nothing. I stopped, you know, because we drink as kids and right. all that. Drink like as, shit. Yeah. Like Reuniti. Yeah, I used to just, drink Reuniti <laughs> fucking shit wine. So, yeah, a whole bunch of shit yeah. wine. And yeah. Whatever Blackberry the, brandy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I stopped drinking around 12. <laughs> no one drinks at twelve. Wait, when you know. did you when when did you have your first drink? Well, it must have been like eight. Oh my <laughs> god, are you fucking was, kidding like, me? Well, we, they had parties at the right, house. Right, right, right. We drink, step into the you know, we we're sneaking to the some of the right. You know, eight years old, stash. and then at twelve, you you have the gumption to say yeah, to yourself, "Yeah, I'm like I can't do no, that." Because we were doing it every day. Every time my brother was the oldest brother, right. he would get us stuff. And, uh, you know, we said, you know, we, we he said, if you want to be a part of our crew, which was the Lord Gangster Supreme. Right. That's what he called. <laughs> and we had hats on. And right. I'm like, yeah, we want to be part of it. Yeah, you want to be part of it? Take this drink and you're part of the Lord Gangster Supreme. Wow. And we were, all right, here it is. We're taking it. And, uh, you know, being a, be a part of the Lord Gangster Supreme, right. you had to do certain things. Right. So... Yeah. And it, who was in this, Lord? It was me, yeah. my brother, my middle brother, uh, my cousins and all of you know. It was the whole family. Yeah, we had uh, the hats, like velour hats. Oh, I love and that, yeah. we put an S in them. That stands for <laughs> Lord <laughs> Supreme. You know how you put an S right, in a right, hat? Yeah. Just, yeah, you can put an S in your hat. And, uh, yeah. I can't fucking believe 12 years old, you're like, I'm done with this drinking Yeah, shit. I can't do that. Because it was every... Every yeah, but weekend most, we were saying right, but, shitty But no feeling. kid would say that. Yeah, but that. Would be yeah. that self-aware. Yeah, it was yeah, I, I, looking out the window. Yeah. I'm like, I, I was a little drunk. I'm like, I right. can't do this every right. This This can't be a good life. Right, right. <laughs> every week. Right. Weekend, wasted. Drunk. Yeah, wasted. That can't be a good life. So I start with the weed. I start with everything. Wait, you smoked weed at eight? Well, eight or nine, yeah. You get shotguns, you know, a little oh shotgun. Oh, my God. But I'm happy I did all that then. Because you were done. I'm yeah. done. That's what I feel like with my kids. Like, they go away to college. Like, Henry went away to college, and it was like, you know, some of these kids are away for the first time. And they're like, oh, we're going to go to, and he's like, boring. You know, been there, done that. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, So yeah. you get it out. Yeah. I happen to get it out of the way early, right. earlier. But, you know, get all the stuff out of We, you know, right. got a lot of stuff out of the way, right. of course. Now, I stopped drinking, ten, like, for a while. Right. So one day we're on tour with Wanda, with mm -hmm. Wanda Sykes, and, uh, like, I'm, you know, I don't drink. And she, we having a celebrating something right. going on. And she said, all right, everybody cheers. I said, all right, cheers. I got water. Right. And she said, uh, I don't chair water. I'm like, whoa, what are you talking about? Right. I don't share water. So the next day I said, all right, I'm going to get a glass of wine. Right. And I, that's when I start drinking wine. 
Oh, wine's not bad. It's not bad, but that bitch got me into Right. The, Fuck yeah. you, Wanda. Yeah, she, you know, she could have <laughs> ruined me. Right. Red or white? Red. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. You need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. So you you go in the Navy, you quit, and then you go to the Comedy Factory outlet. Yeah. I guarantee you I was there at the same exact time as you. And you go by yourself. Now, did you write jokes before you went there? Like, did you have any idea? No, I was on a bus thinking of jokes. Like, ah, this 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 sounds good. I used to work at a shoe store, so I'll talk about the shoe store. Right, right, right. Da 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 da. And I went there, and it went great. It's always the first time. Is is fucking. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. And then then the second second time, time, shit. That brings oh, you down to reality. Yeah, I almost cried. Tears almost oh. came my mind. And I seen some like other guys, too. Yeah. And I, I would have cried if I hadn't seen my boys from the neighborhood. Right. They said, what's up, King? How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Everything good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything good. <laughs> That's the only thing that stopped right. me from bawling. Oh. <laughs> but then you remember that first time that you can do it. Yeah. You know? Um. Who did you, did you know comedy before? Like, did you watch anyone? Nothing. I seen the HBO specials. Right. The HBO half hour specials. Right. And that's what made me think maybe I can do it. Right. Because I looked at the guys, like, all right, they're not. Yeah, yeah, they're not. I can, you know. Because when I look at Pryor or somebody, George Call, I'm like, forget it. It's going to be horrible trying to do this. 
And then I seen somebody, you know, more. Right, I can do that. At least that. like they're they're getting a special. Yeah. And they don't even compare. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So I said, you know, yeah. So you you formed some Comedy Express group. Well, I formed a Comedy Express group around '86. Okay. Because I was, you know, you know how comics give each other work. Yeah. But none of them was give me any work. Right. So they, it was all uh, all the white comics was just giving each other, each other just work, yeah. work and work, and I'm like, hello, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I decided to since I wasn't getting on, I, I I got my own work. I wanted right. to see my own work, so I formed a group called Comedy Express. Right. And that was me, my cousin, uh, Ralph Harris. Uh, I love Ralph. Yeah, Ralph was <laughs> Ralph was there. Rocky Wilson. Uh, oh, I remember Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, we, you know, the rest of the guys, I'd get like Warren Hutchinson would perform oh, with us. Yeah. Uh, Tony Woods. Oh, yeah. I love him. Uh, Brad Lowry. You yeah. Know, uh, so we just, you know, start doing work, doing black rooms. And it was weird going back to do black rooms because I was doing nothing but mainstream white, yeah, white yeah, yeah. rooms. And the whole. The vibe. It's a different vibe. See, when you're doing a, when I first started doing comedy, I wore a hat. Right. Like my my Lord like Gangster yeah. Supreme hat. Right. And had my my designer glasses right. on, and I would lean in it. And the guy, a guy named Mike Green, was like, "Oh, you're starting to scare the audience. You got to change what you're oh, doing." Oh, fuck you! This is at the White Club, right? Yeah, he said, "Fuck you, Mike Green." Yeah, fuck you, Mike. You <laughs> so, fucking asshole. <laughs> so he said, Wait, "Mike Green." Sorry. Mike Green. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he said, "Wear." He's a black guy, right. but so, you know. But oh, he said, yeah. "Wear some penny loafers." Fuck. And then, so I'm like, huh? And then what happened is like I start that started changing my right. whole vibe from '84 to '86. Now I've changed. So I go back to the neighborhood, this changed guy, and I'm like, I see all my boys, same right. boys, and I'm like, hey, how you guys doing? I said, how you guys doing? What are you, potsy? <laughs> 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 and that's how I knew, like, oh. But, you know, Pryor used to dress like that when he first started going on TV. Looking at yeah. him, trying to be like Cosby. Right, right. But, yeah, but that's the whole thing. It does change. Okay, maybe I got to right, do and, this. Right, maybe and I then gotta... you get on stage and people are like, oh, I know this guy. And it's not the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so when I went to the to do the black black rooms. It's a whole different thing. And they weren't having it. They wasn't having yeah. it. But they were like, Ugh. Right. Did you ever notice? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you know? that was, you know, right. all the thing you were in the 80s, you wore a blazer right. and some sneaks. Right. And hey, guys, yeah. woohoo. Yeah. And it was almost like a, a comic draw that you would right. have. And um, yeah. So I had to learn to do black crowds again. Right. Then learn to do, you know, you had to learn You had to everything. adjust, yeah. All it was was really being yourself. Right. That's the that's the that's trick. The, like yeah. people don't realize when you, the audience can smell bullshit, especially <laughs> minority audiences because they've seen it all. Yeah, they've seen it all. Right. Like they price check you. Right. Like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Sorry. This doing. is bullshit. Because, you know, you go up to, hey, man, you ever been in the ghetto? What? I know. <laughs> Why are you talking about <laughs> Right. So you would go back and forth and adjust. Yeah. Yes. Until you just learn to do yourself. Right, be right, you, right. And it don't matter what audience right. you do. Did you feel like when you, because I know those times 
when I in the beginning when I'd be like, oh, I have to cater to them. Yeah. And um, I mean, it takes like 15, 20 years to go. No, I don't. Oh. You fucking come <laughs> to me, you right. fuck asshole. And right. and I remember that feeling of of like I felt like I was being a fraud when I was. You know, catering, not being who I was right. to, you know, and it's the worst and that's fucking the worst feeling. feeling to, to just like, uh. But you, I think only real stand up comics, like people who do stand up to do stand up because they die without it, right. feel that. I think other people who are like, oh, I'll be funny and I'll get laughs and then I'll get a TV show, I think those people. Didn't care, right? You know what I mean. That's what I believe. Yeah, you know what? What is a lot of that's going on today? Oh, with the internet sensations and all that is just for likes and clicks, right? I do comedy because I, I I love this thing. I you die. I, I, can't I would die. Right? Don't you think you die if you oh, can never? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I tell, I tell comics that all the time, like. You don't understand. I mean, I just had a, I just taped something for Vice with the young, they were like, I'm the old comic and she's a new comic and I'm telling her how it was. And like one of the huge conversations, which I really want to talk to you about, but one of them, another one I want to really, really want to talk to you about was about social. I said, I, I think social media has ruined stand up. And she's like, oh, tell me how. And I'm like, you used to have to be a good comedian. That was it. And, and right. it, you know, now it's like this one has this many followers. We're going to book him in the club to headline. Can't do 45 minutes. Right. And, but they're packed for that night. But then the audience leaves thinking that's what stand-up comedy that's is. That's what stand-up is. There's so many times that social media has been, I mean, it's good in a sense, I right. guess. For, but it's like for publicity, it, yeah, for that publicity and all that. But it's it's taking away the seasoning right. out of stand up, right? The what what's the essentials, all the essentials that you need for stand up, right? Because you need to, you know, go on that stage and feel that thing out and work I, it. I just, you know, I just love the process, right? And and coming up. Way you know you come up, I, the process was everything, and like ah, oh, I gotta get this right. Right, I gotta get this joke just right. right. It's not right yet. Right, and then I think that because somebody I like it, you know they, you know it's it's oh that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's enough for me. You know, it. I was telling them like the process of when we did stand up, like when we had an audition, it was like you had your audition time. That's it. That's your one shot, and you have to be ready. Yep. <laughs> and now it's like you videotape yourself 400 times, you edit it, you do it, and it was like, it's so much different now. And plus going on the road, like, I mean, I talk about this a lot, but that we didn't have computers. We didn't have cell phones. We I had one suitcase that was a junk drawer just so I wouldn't fucking kill myself on the road, and I carried a coffee maker with me, too. Like, they don't get that all day, our whole day revolved around doing our set. Set. And, and yeah. now it's like, I go online, I see, you know, these Instagrams of people just, you know, taking funny photos or, you know. Well, one guy said, you know, how I, how I became a comic. I asked people, what y'all want me to do? And they said, well, go on Popeye's Chicken and cook. 
just cook, go behind the thing and just cook. And I, that's how I said, okay, I'm a comic because I want behind the table. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> shut the fuck up, you fuck. Okay, so you do this this um, Comedy Express, and you guys are booking yourselves at all these black all, uh, clubs. Yeah, the colleges and all that. Right. Colleges and, and all that's that. when you could do colleges and not be kicked out because yeah. you, you offended one <laughs> student. <laughs> it's just one. And then well, you did uh, Star Search. Now, I, but what I did. You, well, first, before Star Search, I did... Um, Bad Boys of Comedy? Was that... No, I did Showtime at the Apollo. Oh, and you I, did. I did that twice. With Rick Avilas? No, Sinbad. Oh, I love Sinbad. Yeah, I did that with Sinbad. And, um, what a great guy, that Yeah, guy. Sinbad was great. And I, I did, it was when Mariah Carey was first coming out. Wow, so you're old. First coming out. Yeah. Jesus. But she was first coming out, and we, me and the Whispers guy, Scotty right. from the Whispers, right. was just looking at her like, wow, look at who I want to see what she looks right, like. Right, right, right. She was thin, you right. know, whatever. Like, oh, well, look at Mariah, yeah. Mar that's Mariah Carey. Right. But we know she, you know, Mariah Carey. Right, right. But um, I did that. Had a great time. Everything went good. Then it's the second time that I went there. Ooh. It's always the second time. That second time. Because you have that false sense of security. False sense of security. You should never, and I tell this, you know, this a lot, but I, everybody was there. Uh, Mike Tyson was there. Oh, yeah. LL Cool J was right, there. Right, Heavy D was there. Right. Whoever was big was at right. Apollo that time. Right. And I bombed. And it was like Chubb Rock was a guy who sung, you know, Treat Him Right. Right. 1990, Chubb Rock right. on the scene, and the yeah. place was going nuts. Right. And then Sinbad said, we can bring this next guy up. You it's know, so, and it's like who you follow is so important. Yeah. He, he said, uh, this next guy's from Philadelphia. Then I hear, fuck Philly. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, but I knew, you know who it was? It was that son of a bitch, Artie Fuqua. It was not. It was Artie. He, <laughs> he tries to deny it, but it was it him. Was, was he there? Uh, yes, he was there. Artie Fuqua no way. and Flex Alexander. Fuck them both. Th were they doing stand-up as well? Uh, Artie was doing stand-up. Right. Flex, I don't, he was dancing. He was one right. of the dancers for Heavy D or something like that, I believe, at first. Right. And then he started doing comedy. But yeah, they said, and then I was going to bomb anyway. But right, I like to <laughs> right blame it on him. So, did you touch the the thing, the rock? No, I was a special guest. That was the thing. Oh, you I weren't competing. Guest. No, well, no competing. I was a special guest. I went out there. Like, what was your? I, I remember I told her I was, I didn't know what my I was telling. I'm like trying to think of jokes. Uh, Tina Marie. I said something about Tina Marie. Right. She was a you know singer. Right. You know she white soul singer. Right. Spectacular, of course. Right. And I, you know, I just didn't have it. I, you know, I know I didn't. Well, have you it. know, like before you go on, yes. this is gonna suck. It's gonna stink. Right. And my first joke did nothing. And right. when your joke do nothing, you're and done. You're out there, yeah. You got to fight. First thing that happens to you is your mouth gets dry. Dry. So fucking dry. People, I can't even tell you. Yeah. My mouth was almost stuck together. Yeah. I couldn't. And then the and your heart's lady, beating and you're like, oh, yeah. my God. But the funny thing about bombing, when you bomb, at least when I bomb, 
I don't go into no shell. Right, right. I get angry. Right. So the old woman there that's used to booing and putting yeah, the arms yeah, yeah. up, I called her grandma, bingo. I started just getting on her. Right. And I tried to do, they say try to sabotage it so they don't show it. Right. But they showed it like six, six seven months later. Wow. And everybody's seen it. <laughs> it was right in the hood. Did it, did anything bad happen from it or just nothing? Uh, everything just bad every, happened. It really? Because people seen you. Right. Then, you know, they seen you. Right, because you know, was, it wasn't like you could go online. You had to watch. Right, certain, TV. Yeah, yeah. I was right on, you know, like the neighborhood scene. Right. You know, the na- and I remember this guy like uh, Pe- Peachy. In the neighborhood, a guy named Peachy, like, oh, you stink. My mom punched him. <laughs> I love your mother. <laughs> she punched him. You know, they say, oh, you want to do right. But, you know, tell me I stung. Right. <laughs> Don't say that about my kid. Yes. So you know. were you living in New York at this time? No, or? I was in Philly. Still, still in Philly. You know, in South Philly, still in South Philly. and uh, Just commuting. Commuting back and forth, yeah. Wow. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I read that your mother moved to Virginia after shooting a guy at a poker game. Is that true? Yeah, she shot a guy under the table. <laughs> she, Love it. She put a that was in like seventy something. Oh, really? Yeah, she shot a guy, and that's when we had to go to Merlin. Actually, that's oh, okay. When we went to Merlin for like a year. Right. <laughs> to, was she in jail? <laughs> no, she didn't go to jail. She moved. We was. For like, she shot the guy, and then next thing you know, we're on Peter Pan or Trailways, right? Or and going to Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do that she shot him? <laughs> Probably cheating, cheating, whatever. Oh, that's hilarious. Every woman in the neighborhood right. had at least a thirty-eight and twenty-two. Most wow. of the, a lot of women right. had thirty-eight and twenty-two pistol. Wow, yeah. I've never. She was, she was, you know, she's a tough woman. Good for her. You know, take care of herself. He deserved it. Fucking asshole. Uh, fuck him. Him and Arden. <laughs> All right. So you do the Apollo. Yeah. You go back to Philly. Okay. And then you, how do you get on Star Search? What, what year was this? 93. Oh, so we're the going Apollo, way ahead. Well, yeah. well, Apollo, the bombing at the Apollo, it took, <laughs> it took all those years. To right. Get over, to get back. To yeah. Get over the, <laughs> it's so, it's some stuff you it. never forget oh, that like that was, you woo. if you sat and thought about it you could go right back there yeah it was it that was a brutal one but that at least you bomb. got that major humiliation over with early so that nothing was gonna like those That's things it. build character so that it you're is. like you know what fuck you i bombed at the apollo in front of mike tyson and Every, mariah carey i know? had a girl who cheated on me and uh, she said, well, yeah, I cheated on you. I'm saying, I yeah. bombed at the Apollo. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so how, when, do you, how do you end up in New York full time? Uh, well, Barry Katz 
So what what will happen? Well, <laughs> so he seen me in a at a a competition in right. Uh, Boston. Right. I hate competitions. I know, but I was in a, right. plenty of competitions, and uh, this is like ninety one. And then I start. I, I call after I after I do the competition. Everything is going good. I'm like, Yo, Wanda, we got moved to New York. Right. So How, I, when did you meet Wanda? I met Wanda in. 87, 88. Right. Was she, but she was in New York, wasn't she? No. Wanda was in uh, D.C. Oh, D.C., right. Yeah, because she was in D.C. Because I met her at Comedy U Grand every Thursday night was women's. It was the only club that had women's night. We got five bucks. and But it was the only night all the women could work together because no one would ever put more than one woman on a show. Right. And that's where I met Wanda, Joy, Susie, like all these guys. Well, I met Joy and Susie at Catch Rising Star. But like I met all the women who were, you know, household names. Now that, yeah. yeah, they're funny as hell. Mm -hmm. And all of it, you know, every last one of them funny as hell. Right. Um, yeah, I met I met Wanda in, in uh, uh, right in Baltimore. Actually, right. Uh, it was her, Dave Chappelle, right, and uh, Andy Evans right. was doing across the street from the Comedy Factory outlet in Baltimore right. at the time. Wow, I forget the name of the place. And um, yeah, I met her there, and we became friends from there on. Was she married to what's his name? No. Wanda wasn't married because I tried to hit on her, of course. Really? Yeah. I said, come on, Wanda. Come on. Yeah. And? Give me, I'd ask for a smooch. Right. And she said, no, Keith, I'm not going to go out with you because I'll cheat on you. And wow. And that, that stuck with me. Right. Like, what, what do you mean? Am I cheatable? Right. Like, you look at me and say, I'll cheat on well, you Well, I feel like she, <laughs> to me, that means, like, you're too great of a guy that I wouldn't. No. You know? No, I wish you. I would love. Did for that you ever to be talk me. to her about her saying that? Yeah. Was she going to cheat on you with a guy or a woman? A, a guy at that time, right, a right. guy, a guy. She said, wow. I, "I, I would cheat on you." Wow. And I, I'm like, man. Yeah, but now you're like BFF, so. Yeah, but yeah. still, I still don't like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so but, yeah, so we moved. So Barry to, Katz finds you. Yeah. And you move up here? Yeah, we moved to Woodbridge, New Jersey. Oh, my God. I grew up right around there. The mall? Yeah. Woodbridge Mall. That's where I hung out in high school. Oh, did I? Yeah, <laughs> Sam <terrible>. Goodies. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking mall. I lived at that goddamn fucking mall. And there's a White Castle right down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Woodbridge funny. Mall. That's hilarious. Okay. So you move to Woodbridge and, and you're commuting. Yeah, which is, you know, a half hour in. Right. Back, back. And back and forth. I moved with her and her husband. No, you didn't. Yeah, it was me, Awanda, and Marlon. Oh, my God. Yeah. What did Marlon do? I don't know what he did. Oh. He got, he, he, his job was to get a job. Right. And he would come home and we're, we're sitting back playing video games. Right. <laughs> like Pong. Yeah, we play. <laughs> <laughs> But Wanda was always funny, too. Yeah. Yeah. She was always a great comic. All right. So then you go with Barry Katz. I remember the Barry Katz years. And are you working at Boston Comedy Club yeah, downtown? Yeah, Boston Comedy. Yeah. And then how do you get on Star Search? Star Search, um, what's his name? I forget the guy who was booking it, Gary Mann. Oh, yes. Yes. And uh, he booked me on it. And I was I was going through Star Search like a champion. Right. How I many times? What? I won a, I got to a hundred grand. 
What? Yeah, I got to the hundred grand, and I like I told. Uh, I remember telling Jim Florentine. I see him right. at the strip. He may not even remember this, but I said, "I'm not coming home unless I get some money. I'm going right. all the way." He said, "All right, well, all right." Right. Then I see him at the strip, and I got. I when I first got there, first got to Star Search, dumb Jeff Ross. I seen him. Uh, <laughs> He's Lipschultz at the time. Yes, Jeff Lipschultz. Yeah, <laughs> he he had all these bags and had to help him carry. I said, "Why you got all these bags?" Because I thought I was going to be here for a long time. No way. <laughs> so I had to, had to help him carry his. No bags. way. Was he was doing? He used to do poems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who did? Can you t- do you remember who you competed against? John Bazaar. Oh well, yeah. Tommy Coden. Oh my God! Yeah. A uh, girl I can't remember. Karen something. Not a girl I can't remember. Right. Uh, another guy, and I end up losing to Don McMillan. Tall. See? Yeah. Tall uh, guy. He was a part of Skunky Bear commercials. Oh. And he asked me to, you know, hey man, you want to do? We we can make a deal with this money. And I'm like, I ain't make Fuck no you. deal. I'm gonna destroy you. you right. Know, I had right. <laughs> but you left with the hundred grand? No. I lost. Oh, you got up to it and then you lose it all. I lost. Fuck you, Don McMahon. <laughs> uh, Ed McMahon. Yeah, uh, Ed McMahon. Don McMillan. Fuck Don yeah. McMillan. That's who. <laughs> so when you stood there, like, and they would be like, and the winner is, and then, you know. Was that the most nerve-wracking shit? It was nerve because I wanted 100 grand. Right. You know, I, now I know 100 grand ain't shit. Right, right. But back then, then 93, was, yeah. I'm like, oh, boy, if I can just get that 100 right. grand. <laughs> so. Did he win the whole thing? Yeah. That's so That was it. It was me, him for 100 grand. Wow. And he asked us, you know, we want to do something with him. I'm like, I don't damn thing. Rosie was, that's how Rosie got big, was on Star Search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star just, Search was a big thing. I was always afraid to do it because. Uh, you never did Star Search. Because it was like, well, first of all, they didn't want me. But second of all, it's like you have to, how much, what was it, a three, four minute set? or Three minutes. Yeah. I, Chappelle was on there. Right. Chappelle had beat Kevin Brennan. Which I always love. Right. I'll play that on a loop. Yeah, you should fucking, <laughs> you should bring that to the cellar and play it for yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin losing made me happy every time. Yeah. That's so incredible. All right. So does this, it must have done something for your career. Yeah, it was good. I mean, like that was, I was on, you know, in that time period, everybody was on a roll for Right, much. right. Everybody was doing something and getting money. And like getting we got money. paid for our gigs. Yeah, yeah. It was you know. So from the star search came. You know, I was doing a lot of colleges from right. Drew Barry and all of them. I did a movie called Rebound. Right. The Earl of Goat Menigo story. Right. And I had a deal with Disney from there because you wow. got to, you know. Yeah, everyone got a deal except for got, me. Yeah. Go you ahead. ain't get no deal. Never got. You know how people would get holding deals all yeah. through that time, like. We love this person. We're going to give them, you know, a hundred grand or fifty grand, and they can't go on any auditions for any other network. And we own you, and blah 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 blah. Never, not once. Well, I have had to fucking work for every fucking spot. Well, I remember and, seeing you on what's it called, Margaret Cho's show. Right, but I auditioned. Yeah, I, oh, you I auditioned. Was, oh, yeah, okay. I um, I went out and I was yeah, I was on All American Girl, and then right when that got canceled i got i was like one of the i was i had another job already for another 
sitcom and it was on UPN and then they fucking canceled it and then UPN closed. But, and then, you know, Henry was born and I moved back to New York. But y- did you get married or had it, you have no, a son, Keith Jr. What son, is he, yeah. is he 25? He's 25 now. Wow. Yeah. And you did, you're not talking about how that happened or? What? Keith Jr.? Keith Jr., well, you you have sex. What? (laughs) Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, let's just kill me. Oh. Don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me Now. No, it's not. It's (laughs) just. Just Kill Me Now. Judy Gold's Just Kill Me Now. Just Kill Me Now. (laughs) 